This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. And Pastor Michael, our question is kind of a continuation of yesterday's podcast. The question is, how does God give us affirmation when we do what is good for his kingdom? I love the question. I do too. Today and yesterday, I don't think it was actually the same person. Maybe it was, but um, their their desire is to make God happy. Yeah. Which is awesome. That's like, we're made for that. I mean, this is good. And then we're happy when he's happy, mm-hmm. which is what we said yesterday. And yesterday we were really talking about the meaningless task or the, the, the menial task of day-to-day life. Today we're talking more about God's kingdom, building his kingdom, yep. investing in his kingdom, doing what's right for his glory right. in his kingdom. And how do I know? So there, there's a, we'll just give you a rubric, okay? So there are a few ways we experience God's affirmation. Mm-hmm. So number one, most importantly, is every time you do something that is in accordance with God's word, whether or not your attitude is the greatest or not, sometimes it doesn't even matter. Sometimes obedience is like, sometimes I obey even though I don't want to. Right. And the fact that I overcome my own disobedient, rebellious heart and do the right thing, God is happy with that. Right. And I think that's what, as parents and now as a grandparent, one of the things that we are to instill into our kids is that you are to obey the instructions of the Lord or you are to obey obey the instructions of your parents, whether you want to or not, whether you feel like it or not. So there's times that we obey God, not because we want to, but because we know it's the right thing to do. Yep. Then there's times that we obey our parents or obey God because we want to do those things. And obviously that's what God would prefer. He'd prefer, but I mean, I'll, I'll take but overcoming we... myself to do the right thing over doing the wrong thing. So, so when you do that, that's like step number one. That's like, how do you know, not step number one, but like way number one that you can know. When you do something in accordance with God's word, God's kingdom is expanded. But now that begs the question that if I'm listening to this, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm wanting to know what, what is God's kingdom? Because when we think about kingdom, we think about physical territory. Yes. So uh, God's kingdom right now um, is not about physical territory. It's a spiritual kingdom right, right. now. One day will be yes. a physical God's, kingdom. God's kingdom. When you bring heaven to earth, if you will, uh, you will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Yes. God's kingdom works in two places. Every time a non-Christian becomes a Christian, his kingdom is expanded because his Agreed. kingdom is in is in people right now, if you will. Yes. Um, so God's kingdom is expanded. So let's say um, there are a hundred people who come, who are Christians, and then. 200 more people come to Christ. Well, the kingdom is expanded Expanded. because it's not physical territory. The territory is human beings, okay? But in each human being, right, the kingdom uh, can grow. So when I obey God, the kingdom in my behavior, in my soul starts to grow. The kingdom of God starts to push out the kingdom of darkness in a way. And so uh, I want God's kingdom to grow. I want my soul to grow to be more passionate about his kingdom. I want more people to become Christians so his kingdom grows that way. And and eventually it's going to be, again, in the new heaven, the new earth, it's going to be a kingdom that is actually physical and tangible. In the millennium, Jesus will reign physically, tangibly, and the kingdom of God will not just be in the hearts of people, but it will be on the planet. That's yes. future. Today, we're just talking the kingdom is in people. So you're saying that the kingdom, this God's kingdom is, is spiritual in nature, and it fleshes itself out in the individual's heart. Yep. 
It also fleshes itself out in the local church. Mm-hmm. And as the local church does what it is called to do, yep. it will flesh itself out in community, in, in, our, in our culture yeah. to some degree. But as, even as you say that, I agree with you. I just want to bring my own, like, again, clarity to this, I guess. But when culture changes, culture is about people. Yes. It's about how people interact. Yeah, it's it's yes. how my soul interacts with your soul. Or when you mm-hmm. get a thousand souls together, culture is this uh, a very ethereal thing. How do we all connect and relate to each other? And so, um, yeah, but when the kingdom of God is made manifest experientially when there is increased joy in people, but all of that is happening in humans as humans interact with each other. And so the kingdom of God right now is very inside of us. Mm-hmm. And what I do um, flows from who I am, but what I do impacts what's inside of you. So I could say, uh, and this is all lies, so go with me. Tim, <laughs> Tim, you're butt ugly, right? And I'm not living in accordance to the kingdom of God if I say that. And in you, the kingdom of God is shrunk, if you will, like you're discouraged. Those aren't things of the kingdom of God. Those are things from the kingdom of darkness. Yes. When you're discouraged and depressed and frustrated, those are not God's kingdom experiences. On the other hand, if I say, Tim, man, I love you and you are so good. I so respect you and appreciate you because of your heart, your compassion, your servant heartedness, your ideas, your leadership, your execution, like and I'm genuine and I mean that. That part, actually, the last part is true. The last part is true. Yes, thank you. You know what I mean? But then, like, you start to see yourself as God sees you. You start to see yourself and you start to be encouraged, which is things of the kingdom of God. So, like, and how all these interactions happen is creates culture, this yes. ethereal experience of how we connect and relate to each other and what's important. So, number one. I want the kingdom of God to grow. I want it to grow in me. I want it to grow in you. And I want it to grow in culture and our relationships in the church. Well, number one, it grows when we do God's word. Number two, it grows as like, here's another way you can know. Well, A, I obey God's word. B, the people of God are affirming me. Mm -hmm. When the people of God say, good job, that means I'm doing things. That's one of the ways that I know what I'm doing. is That's right. They're affirming the kingdom. The third way is when the Holy Spirit affirms what you're doing. There, there are times when you do something and it's like God's spirit is just like, look, no one's going to see this. This yes. is between you and I. Mm-hmm. Good job. Good job. Good job, man. I totally agree. That is one ministry of the Holy Spirit to do the opposite, which is correct us, mm-hmm. but also to affirm us when we're doing what God would be honored and blessed by. Yep. And I would take those three big things and say, um, if I'm doing what the word says, I know the kingdom is growing. If I, If the people of God are affirming what I'm doing, the kingdom of God is growing. And even if none of, even if you're not able to find a place in scripture, for example, the word of God uh, may not have told you to go give that person a hug, you know, mm-hmm. like, and nobody in the church saw it, but the Holy Spirit is like, good job. Good job, man. That yeah, was like, good job. They really needed that. And that's where I think those are three ways that God affirms us. I'm sure there might be other ways, but those would be the ones that I think I really rely on the word of God, the people of God and the spirit of God mm-hmm. to yes. tell me whether or not what I'm doing is, is good and helpful. Yeah. One of the things I used to say as a, as a youth pastor many years ago, I used to say to the, to the youth, look, guys, you want God's blessing. In Scripture, obedience always comes before blessing. You want to be blessed by God. Blessing becomes before obedience. No, obedience comes before blessing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you yeah, have yeah. to obey. I was wrong. In order to- <laughs> you were right. <laughs> you have to obey God in order to be blessed by God. And our prosperity people would say, well, that, that, that blessing is going to be in the form of uh, great things or money. No, no, no. That blessing can be an affirmation. The, the, the still small voice of the Holy Spirit saying, good job, way to go. You did what I, 
No one else may never see, may ever see yep. what you just did or what you just accomplished. Yep. That's not important. God sees, God knows. And I just think back to, you know, the story in, in 1 Samuel 15, where Saul was so messed up and he, he, he tried to justify his actions and Samuel confronted him and said, Saul, obedience is always better than sacrifice. Mm. You have the right heart attitude. You have the right desire to please God and do what he wants you to do. Don't worry about the results. Mm. You do what is right first. Yep. God will take care of the consequences. Yeah, I think we could summarize all of this up in what we said yesterday and a lot of today, which is if you want to build God's kingdom, awesome. Here's some ways to do it. When the Holy Spirit says, good job, here's what that means. Holy Spirit's happy. Mm -hmm. When Holy Spirit's happy, the Father's happy. Yes. Father's happy, the Son's Son's happy. happy. Everybody's happy. And And you will ultimately be happy. You will have a peace and a joy that cannot be taken by this world. Yep. And if you go to any kid and you said to, you find anybody who's going to be candid, honest, you get them outside of all their walls and their their dad never gave them approval. And you would say, what would you rather have? Your father's approval or all your money? Yeah. And if they're going to be honest in that moment, they would say, I'd rather have my dad's approval. Yeah. Why? Because that's how we're made. Yes. And God made us like that because people, kids are happy. We're made to be happy when a good loving dad looks at us and says, I approve. Yes. I love you. And even better when we mess up and they say, I love you anyway. I love you anyway. Just do better next time. God did that to us, made us like that because that's how we are supposed to be with him. Listeners, thanks for joining us today. Please come back next time when we answer another question, which will be, when Christ was on the cross, taking the cup of wrath upon himself, was it for all the sin of all mankind or only the sin of those who will receive Christ as their Savior? Ooh, you and I are going to go at it. I have a hunch you don't agree with me. (laughs) It's kind of a continuation of yesterday's podcast. And it, the the question, uh, <laughs> the question, the answer. <laughs>